first things first, Merry Christmas. Um, it's great to have us here. We've got some people that uh, are running a bit late by the look of it, but they'll just wander in when they wander in, so let's not worry about that. Um, I thought it'd be good to, uh, to just watch something to understand the story that we are looking at the end of, as in nativity, but the beginning of, as in the amazing story of Jesus in this world. Let's watch this. end of one story is the beginning of another. How much is that true with God? The end of one story before we know him heralds the beginning of another when we start to know him. The whole of history has been leading up to what we celebrate today. Jesus is born. And over the last four Sundays, 
We've been building up to this day as we've journeyed through Advent, lighting these candles one by one. Four weeks ago, we lit the candle for hope, the hope that we have in Jesus, both for today and for the future, for things to come. Three weeks ago, we lit lit a candle for peace, based on the security we have in God's plan. And joy, a joy based on knowing God has not made a mistake in where he's positioned any of us, that God has chosen each and every one of you to know him, to be adopted into his family. And five days ago, we lit a candle for love. We focused on what this, the central candle brings about. On the love that meant for God loved the world in this way. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but will have eternal life. That is the central candle, the Christ candle. The candle that fulfills the other four. That's lit to praise our God who brings peace, hope, joy, and importantly, love to this world. We're going to go through this morning, in the next 20-odd minutes, with some readings and some traditional carols. The first is from Isaiah 9. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. For to us a child is born, to us a son, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. And we start that journey in the peace of a small town called Bethlehem.
The reading is taken from Matthew um, chapter 18, chapter 1, verses 18. The birth of Jesus Christ came about this way. After his mother, Mary, had been engaged to Joseph, it was discovered before they came together that she was pregnant from the Holy Spirit. So her husband, Joseph, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her publicly, decided to divorce her secretly. But after he had considered these things, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife, because what has been conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord, which is translated, God is with us.
chapter 2, verses 1 to 7. In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that the whole empire should be registered. This first registration took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So everyone went to be registered, each to his own town. Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family line of David, to be registered along with Mary, who was engaged to him and was pregnant. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth. Then she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him tightly in cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for him. We wanted to pull a reading in from somebody that we knew wouldn't be here because we need to recognise that the church is not just the people in this room. The church goes much wider. Um, this is a, a, a piece of verse by, by a, a quite a famous uh, local um, poet uh, called Dennis Turner. Um, it's called Room Out Back. The inn's down here, I'm sure. Yes, there, just on the right. Let's try the main front door and see this wondrous sight. Well, the couple is not inside. Let's go look round the back. Look, can you see the light? It's coming from that shack. Oh, I hope this is the place. I'm dying to see the babe, just like the angels told us. Messiah, now come to save. Now here, no more a stranger. My face is wet with tears. God's love has touched my heart. A broken, sin-scarred life can now make a clean new start. Come, see your God. He's here. God's spirit will live within. Give him your heart. Don't fear. He'll wash away your sin. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be be with child and will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel, meaning God with us.
This reading is from Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 18. There were shepherders camping in the neighborhood. They had set night watches over their sheep. Suddenly, God's angels stood among them, and God's glory blazed around them. They were terrified. The angel said, don't be afraid. I'm here to announce a great and joyful event that is meant for everyone worldwide. A saviour has just been born in David's town. A saviour who is the Messiah and master. This is what you're to look for. A baby wrapped in a blanket and lying in a manger. At once, the angel was joined by a huge angelic choir singing God's praises. Glory to God in the heavenly heights. Peace to all men and women on earth who please him. As the angel choir withdrew into heaven, the shepherders talked it over. Let's get over to Bethlehem as fast as we can and see for ourselves what God has revealed to us. They left running and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. Seeing was believing. They told everyone they met what the angels had said about this child. All who heard the shepherders were impressed. I think it's quite impressive that you managed to read that uh, without glitching, Alice, given what just walked in. <laughs> um, um, I, I, will, I will pick up on, on those at the end. <laughs> um, the, the, the last sentence uh, that, that Alice read was, seeing was believing. They told everyone they met what the angels had said about this child, and all who heard the shepherders were impressed. And that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about seeing is believing. See, it doesn't matter where we see the nativity story. You have to think about it. It doesn't matter if it's on a card or in the window. You've got to think about it. You've got to decide whether it's a nice story that just gets rolled out every 12 months and is familiar, or whether it represents truth that there's a miracle in Christmas, a miracle that is that God chose to save us all. You know, many people today will have seen the Advent picture and will be celebrating Christmas or, or possibly more Xmas in their case because they've seen the outward sign but missed the significance of the event. They don't see the relevance. It's an image from 2,000 years ago, frozen in time on a stained glass window. And it, uh, it's an event that's been moved to a convenient time of the year for everybody else. Because uh, those shepherds would have frozen to death in December. It's mixed with folklore and tradition. There were no three kings. The stable didn't have a horse, a cow, a cat, a mouse and a sheep, or and two chickens. And the angels did not flutter like little treetop toppers dangling from a wire from the ceiling. Yet it's an image our society has um, been impacted by beyond the traditional. This year we saw newspapers and TV news report that on the 21st of December the Christmas star would shine for the first time in centuries. 
as Saturn and Jupiter aligned to appear as one. And this is the juxtaposition we have in the world at Christmas, a world that so often misses the point, but is intrinsically drawn to the baby in the manger. And all Seeing the baby is one thing. Seeing the impact of that baby is a completely different thing. You know, I remember when we had, before we had children, quite a long while ago now, um, new opportunities that presented themselves, new activities, new friends. Life was better with the baby, despite the nappies, the sleepless nights, and Alice's constant colic. Life was before we knew the truth, before we knew the joy that it would bring. We had to welcome it, despite the horror stories other parents were telling us. You're not going to sleep until they're 18, and then you won't sleep because you'll be worried where they, what they're doing. How true. But there was still joy. The same is true of welcoming this newborn king today, welcoming him to our lives. People are fearful and yet drawn to him. So how do we show the hope in our lives? How do we give that hope to others? How do we explain the peace we have when everything around us is going wrong? How do we help others know that peace? It says, blessed are the peacemakers, not the peacekeepers. We have to be active. How do we share the joy we have? How do we place joy in the lives of others? Do we know love? And how do we show it? You know, in a world that lacks joy, peace, love, and hope. How do we bring those things to bear? This Christmas, we need to make time to focus on that baby, to focus on Christ, because it's from him that each of those things is ignited. It's from knowing him that we have joy, that we have hope, that we have a candle that won't come out, <laughs> that we have peace, and that we have love. It's from that central candle, from knowing Christ in our lives, that we're able to demonstrate that to other people. So that seeing is believing. It's not seeing the baby in the manger that will cause people to believe. Otherwise, the church of the Clintons and the Hallmark Cards would be the biggest church in the land. It's when people see Christ in us that they believe. It's when they catch hold of the light that's in our lives that they'll truly know the reason for Christmas. That they'll understand that this image which is portrayed in the nativity scene is more than just a set of stained glass windows or decorations or Christmas cards. when they catch hold of the love, the hope, the joy, the peace in our lives, and most of all, when they get to understand that we have that because we have Jesus, because we have that relationship with God, 
a relationship that doesn't fade away when the cards cleared away and the tinsel is gone and the pine needles are swept from the floor which is normally August because they get everywhere it's when they see those things that they'll start to understand and they'll recognise that seeing is believing so that's my prayer for today that we go, we enjoy Christmas, that we light our lives from Jesus, from knowing him, and that we make that known to others. Before I pray, come up here. Just avoid everybody as you come up. Come on. Um, and you, Andrew. Just set the camera on wide. <sighs> so, um, let me just recall... Pajamas, shorts, dinner jackets, Hawaiian, and now elf and safety. Very good. Very good. Thank you, guys. Um, God wants us to take him seriously, though. He wants us to be somebody that brings those elements into this world and he wants us to focus on him so we pray Lord Jesus today we celebrate your humble coming as a baby in Bethlehem but we also await your glorious return we give thanks for everything you do in our lives to set us straight to bring us back to you We thank you that victory is assured. We thank you that the power of your spirit that enables us to live day by day, bringing us righteousness. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your forgiveness when we get it wrong. And we ask that you help us to live today and always as your sons, and your daughters and help us to reflect your hope your love your peace and your joy to those around us amen we're going to play one last song um hang on andrew don't hit the go button uh, which you can leave throughout okay um I wish you uh, an incredibly good Christmas. Um, we, we have a tradition here of showing presents. Did anybody bring anything? You, you brought a, a top. You brought a brilliant shirt. I can't, I can't see it. It's not... Oh, a scarf. I was a little worried what that was for a second. Can you not fold it so it looks like pants, please? <laughs> and Gerald, what's Gerald got? My goodness, <laughs> you lost those years ago. <laughs> um, I, I, want, I just want to show you my sushi socks, because you can't be sushi socks, can you, really? Um, tier three, guys, make sure you wish everybody a, a, a happy Christmas at a, a reasonable distance on your way out. Um, have a fantastic Christmas. We are back here on the 10th of January. Uh, we'll be in touch with people over that time. And uh, may the Lord bless you, may he keep you, may his face shine upon you, and may you know his peace 
but also may you know his joy and his love this Christmas. Amen. See you.